another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and yo, 2020 has been a fucking shit show, so that's how I felt coming into my recording today, like, this weekend has been really, really crazy, um, I think my breath was taken away with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, and um, I wanted to just spend a little bit of time talking about it. I'm also going to just spend a little time this week just talking in general. So this is going to be unlike another, any other show. Um, and so, um, cause I wasn't sure if I was going to record this week, but, um, but I still wanted to record and just kind of just talk. And so, um, that's what we're going to do today. So, uh, this weekend we saw the passing of Chadwick Boseman and, and he was battling colon cancer for four years. Um, I just was completely blown away and, you know, with anyone passing, you know, it's it's always sad. But I think with this one, I think it touched so many people because, you know, as a black person and having, um, you know, the the levels to what Black Panthers did as far as like just having representation, and so many um, young black kids out there that that saw him as Black Panther and saw um, actually saw their first like black superhero and things like that that they can actually identify with and see physically you know, go to the movies and see and things like that. It definitely, um, I think it definitely just made a difference in so many people's lives. So, um, so just like you see us adults, you know, we're like, wow, you know, I've seen so many kids, you know, that, um, have just been totally just, uh, upset and just, you know, taken out in regards to this. So, um, there's definitely a loss, definitely a loss for us all. Uh, just shocking, you know, all the way around. And, you know, I always tell people, you never know what somebody is going through. Um, we have to really focus on really loving people and appreciating people while they're here um, and continue to be kind to each other and love each other. Um, I remember, let's see, what's sad is, I think it was like last year, um, it was a thing going around about like how much weight he has, like he had lost. And I honestly thought he had lost weight due to him, like just doing a role or something like that, you know, with actors and actresses, like you never know what they're, you know, why they're losing weight and things like that. And I think like he was getting cyberbullied to the point that I think that he actually, um, suspended his social medias for a while. And it's just crazy. Cause now everybody's like, you know, um, rest in peace and how like they're in shock, you know, how much they're in shock, but it's like, you know, we, we have to, as people be better when it comes to just how we treat people. You know, I've never been one of those people who thank, thank the Lord to get on social media and just be nasty towards people or treat celebrities like as if they're not humans and, you know, do all these things. But so many people troll nowadays and just get kicks out of being mean to people. And that's something that I think I'm never going to understand that's actually something that I have a lot of conversation in my house and thank God, like I actually have a really great kid that doesn't, you know, desire to do things like that. But it's just like so, so much, I feel like with these, with social media and just the fact that we have so much technology, so many people hide behind, you know, a computer screen and do all these things and uh, just be talking to these celebrities crazy. And it's like, that's just something I think I'm never going to understand um, as much as I want to understand it. I'm not. And I just wish as people, we would, just, you know, if you adopted just the mindset of just being kind in general, um, no matter what, I feel like we would be just all in a better space. And what I mean by being kind, just like being kind to each other, regardless of race, regardless of sexual orientation, regardless of whatever you feel like you, um, you know, 
it just doesn't matter, you know, and that's how I, that's how I look at it. And I think that's why I'm able to have so many healthy relationships and good relationships with people, because I mean, it just doesn't matter to me. Um, and so I wish more people felt that way. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things that's been going on the past week. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, like I've struggled, you know, I feel like majority of this year, you know, first we were hit with COVID where we all were inside the house. Um, we're still, and I'm still pretty much inside the house. So I haven't, you know, traveled. I haven't really done anything. I've been pretty much sticking to being in the house. And then, you know, you have just, the, um, you know, all the, just like the civil unrest in a sense where, you know, we've been seeing people have been still protesting and, you know, still out there even now it's just that you just don't really see it as much you know but we had uh the passing of george floyd uh last week we saw the we saw the shooting of jacob blake and the thing is is that um this year has been really hard you know and you know i was reading this thing on on uh on social media and it was like you know check on your black fans friends because they're tired and you know it's not a joke you know like that's that's pretty real because I don't personally watch these videos when they come out about somebody else dying or somebody else being shot or something else happening, because I think it gets to a point that you become de- you kind of like desensitize yourself from just these things that you see. And like, for me, like I, I, the level of trauma that's on social media is crazy. Like, I don't want to log onto Twitter and literally the other day when everything happened with Jacob Blake that I'm going to talk about. It was my whole timeline was the video of this man getting shot in front of his kids. And I don't, I don't know, like, do I think that it's important for these things to be seen? Yeah, I do. Because if it wasn't seen then, or like just put out there like that, you know, I think these things would just, you probably have the people would get no justice. And that's just the truth. Cause even when it is seen, um, you know, with these videos and things like that, like, um, you, you don't know if they're going to get justice or not. Like, you don't know if these people are going to go, if the, if the cops are going to get fired, are they going to go to jail or, they, you know, you don't really know. And that's what's sad about the whole thing. So I think this year, um, yeah, it's just been, it's just been a lot and it's been a lot. I think it's even harder because we're still in the middle of a fucking pandemic. So, uh, I think that doesn't make it easier. Um, but I had a conversation the other day and then one of my friends was like, you know, basically, it's not a black person's job to explain to their white friends in regards to like what's going on. And I, I totally agree with that to a certain degree because I had somebody ask me like, and they, and they weren't saying it in an ignorant way. Like, I think they really just, well, maybe they were saying it in an ignorant way. Cause I don't get how you don't understand. I will say that much. I don't get how people don't understand what's happening, but sometimes I do feel like, you know, I'm going to fucking tell you, you know, especially if you're somebody that I'm around because you shouldn't be walking around here. Um, you shouldn't be fucking ignorant, you know? And so my thing is this, and I even say it on this podcast, right? Um, you know, a lot of times I do black excellence. I do, you know, spotlights and things like that, where it's a lot of black focus, right? But my audience is for anybody. Um, because when I give my thought of the week and things like that, like it's really, um, you know, uh, open focus to anybody could relate to anybody, any, you know, when I'm talking about women, I'm talking about all women, you know, it's just sometimes that I'm talking about black women because I'm a black woman. And so what people need to realize is when people are like, you know, really getting riled up saying like all lives matter. Like I think everybody lives matter. Right. And I think, uh, we all feel that way. 
the reason why there's been such an emphasis on saying Black Lives Matter is because, you know, you can see these videos of a black person being shot in the street and no, and no justice happens. So then it becomes a matter of, you know, why you have to bring the attention to the fact that Black Lives Matter. Because for so long, they're treated like as if it doesn't matter, you know, or they can have an injustice towards them. Like prime example, let me give an example of just this past week. So I'm not even sure the whole thing with Jacob Blake. I did look at it. I didn't watch the video, so I don't really know fully what happened in this video. So I, I'm, I don't want to fully talk in ignorance, but I did not watch the video. So I know that he came to the scene because I think it was a domestic violence situation that he actually didn't have anything to do with. And I think he was there trying to break it up or something. Um, I know he was there with his children. So anyway, the, the, he's walking away from the cops. The cops shot him in the back seven times in front of his children. He actually did live uh, where he's paralyzed from the waist down. And they actually had him handcuffed on the bed while he was recovering, which is crazy. Okay, so this is my thing, though, in, in regards to why um, there's a difference. So... The first thing they said that I'm, when I, as I'm reading this throughout the week is like, oh, he had a knife in the car. Oh, he had um, a gun. He had all these things. And I think it's the worst thing in the world when you are a victim, you know, he was shot seven times. You're a victim, but yet it's already a narrative as to why, you know, one, this behavior that had this injustice that happened towards you is justified and also why um you know like anything they can find against you in some kind of way like that's what they're gonna do you know to create some kind of narrative just like when you know George Floyd passed you know they talked about how oh well the cop really didn't choke him out like he couldn't breathe good because he had had COVID and I mean all these crazy narratives as to why it's okay or like why this happened and it maybe it wasn't the other person's fault but I just think it's terrible when you see and you see it all the time I even see it on my local uh um news channels where you can see someone get killed and then they have like the the victim that was killed they have like his mugshot up there and I'm like everybody has their own story everybody has a past and everybody has something that might have transpired like you, you could be a freaking model citizen and have done some dumb shit at 17 I would hope that if something tragic happened to me at 35, you don't freaking put up a damn mugshot of me at 17 on some shit that I did. Mind you, like, I've never been in trouble with the law, but I'm just saying, like, do I believe that people can do things? Do I believe that people can grow as people and, you know, rewrite their stories? I do. I do. So when people say Black Lives Matter, they're not saying Black Lives Matter and that and we are the only lives that matter. They're saying that we want to be treated like as if, all lives matter because if all lives matter then black lives matter too. And why is it that we live in a world where it doesn't? And I think that's what people need to realize. Um, I don't get why people get so upset and I don't get how you can look at this stuff and not understand it. But I also feel like that, you know, especially, you know, in America, I know I have some listeners that's not, that doesn't live in the United States. You know, we have a leader that, uh, sparks hatred and he spreads it and he, and he, and it works for him. I feel like he got voted in because of sexism, racism, and bigotry. I do. And he, and he promotes it to the people that, you know, are wanting to, you know, hear it. And I'm not saying all, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying all Trump supporters are crazy, but for the most part though, I do feel that way. It's almost like a fucking gang. And I think that he's, he just has learned how to create 
you know, this level of hatred and fear and the same shit, you know, like back in the day when they would talk about, you know, um, why blacks shouldn't have rights and everything else, like why things need to be segregated because, you know, they're going to do all these crazy things to you and incite and fear. And it's like, there's nothing to fear, but he's going to do that to incite hatred, fear, and further, you know, cause division. So this was the thing that, that got my attention this week that really made me fucking tired this week. Um, I'm mentally tired. I'm mentally tired. I'm just fucking tired. I think, I think all black people feel that way right now, to be completely honest with you. Like you just fucking tired in general. I'm tired of seeing this shit all the time. I'm tired of just like, just the levels of just how shit is so uneven. And I'm going to tell you how it's uneven. So after Jacob Blake was shot, they had a protest and it was a peaceful protest. You know, no one, everybody was kicking in. Nobody was doing anything. So it was a 17 year old, uh, I think his name was Cal Renton house or however you pronounce it. He rose up with a freaking, uh, rifle, like an AR rifle automatic. And, um, you know, there was some kind of scuffle. I didn't really understand like what exactly happened, but I mean, clearly you're showing up to a piece of protest, like ready to, um, show your ass, you know, clearly people are like, you know, get out of here. Right. So then next thing you know, and I did actually watch this video cause I didn't, I didn't, I watched the video cause I didn't expect to see the shit in the video and it was, it, it blew me the fuck away, blew me the fuck away. So dude just let loose cow. He let loose. He killed two people injured. Uh, I think he injured three killed two, two died. He injured three, two died. He literally shot these people like some dogs left them in the street. Okay. Walked past the cops. Okay. And then you see like these, like, um, cop cars like kind of like um like uh like tanks type thing drive by he has his hands up like basically trying to turn himself in while they drive by this dude with a fucking rifle after he has just murdered these people in the street and he's still literally walking down the street with his hands up and nothing happened to him that was like the fucking most like craziest white privilege i've ever i've ever seen like to actually just witness that shit but yet in the same breath you can watch a video of somebody with their back turned and be shot seven times in their back and you, and you have somebody that's literally walking down the street with a rifle that just shot two people dead in the street and nobody came to this man and did anything that is absolutely wild and crazy. Like I, I was like that in itself is if anything, what just fucking exhausted me for the week that literally exhausted me for the fucking week, because I'm like, that is the shit that people are tired of. And that is the things that people are saying. Like, this is why people are doing protests and things like that, because it's wild. White privilege is real. Okay. And we have so many things in, in this. Um, I told everybody, I'm like, we talk about racism a lot, but we also have sexism too. And there's so many things in America that we just need to fix. You know, I have been the main one. I try to, as, as much as possible say, please go out and vote. But it's not even just about voting like, you know, it starts with the leader. And I do agree with that. But we also have as people, you know, um, have to change our mindsets, man. And we have to stop just fucking caring about what this person's doing in their home and that person's doing in their home and everything else. Like we have to start focusing on caring for each other and loving each other and also just breaking these, you know, these underlying things that's been in America for so long. So when we have kids and our kids have kids, like somebody has to break this and it's going to take a generation to break it. It's not going to just be 
uh, of uh, like just a, a pocket of people. Cause I do think that we have a pocket of people all over that want to see change. You know what I'm saying? I think when um, president Barack Obama was in office, like, yes, he gave you hope and he wanted you to feel like, you know, we could do change, but it's more than just like having a black president or saying all these things. Like we all have to come together and change mindsets together. And when you're raising your kids, you change the mindset in your kids, you know, it has to start there. So they have a basis. And so when they have children, the mindset is changing their children. So today I just wanted to just more so just talk, you know, um, I know this is a different type episode where I'm, you know, I'm just pretty much running my mouth this week, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I also wanted to say too, we did see over the weekend well, last week that, which was awesome. We saw a blackout in sports. I will say this much. Um, everybody hated when Colin Kaepernick took a knee when he sat and said, like, I'm doing a silent protest for, so for, you know, uh, social injustice towards black people. Right. Because we just every year we were riddled with fucking, um, somebody dying or a kid being killed or whatever. And I mean, I'm telling you, and this is somebody that, you know, I have kids that I care about in my life. I have kids that I pray for every day in my life. And I pray every day that, you know, when they're outside playing or just outside doing whatever, that nobody fuck with them. And I think sometimes like as a black person, when you're talking to a white person, like they don't get what the fuck you're saying, because it's not the same prayer, <laughs> you know, like, you know, we live beside where my kid work and he literally can walk to work in like three minutes. And literally sometimes I'm like, I, I feel the need sometimes to be like, well, maybe I should walk with him. And, and he's 17. And the thing is though, like, I don't have to walk with him, but sometimes you're just so afraid of just anything happening to him, you know? And that fear, man, is something that you, you cannot put into words. And sometimes I am fearful, even when he's at work, you know, he works in, in the public with people, you know, where I'm like, you know, we have conversations about that. And it's constant conversations about how to handle people or deal with people or ignore people when they're being racist or just try to just, you know, stay out the fucking way because you just, we live in crazy times. But anyway, but I'm rambling, but this week we did see the, the um, the sports do a blackout. Started with the NBA. They canceled the playoff games, WNBA. WNBA always stand up though. People don't realize that. The WNBA has been, um, I mean, they've had players sitting out for social injustice. I mean, this has been going on for years. Like they have been like on the forefront. A lot of times people don't realize that, but the WNBA always look out. Um, Baseball canceled their games. So it's pretty much was a blackout um, all the way around. And so now like the NBA came back Saturday and um they have even more like the pretty much the stadiums are going to be opened up for voting um that was like part of the uh agreements for them to come back like uh they have the polling um place for the uh the stadiums they're going to use the arenas for that um i think they're going to give money and things like that but i think it's amazing that and it's important that these players you know speak out because i think that it take it's going to take more than just like you know somebody random like somebody like me saying these things like it's you know it's gonna take for the you know the bigger people um people that uh have influence over the younger people at least and um you know I think it's important to see you know I'm a big sports person but shit when they were talking about canceling it I was like I don't even blame them you know and I did feel that way because I don't I don't blame them because I think people are getting tired and a lot of these leagues especially the NBA NFL Oh, I think over what 70% is African Americans. So they're black. So, I mean, I think it's kind of like, yeah, if anybody was to speak out about something, I I think it should be, um, 
yeah, the people that you benefit the most off of. And that, especially in the NFL, NBA, that's a majority, you know, uh, white people are the minority and that's just the truth. So, you know, the, what I want to leave this week is, and I'm talking to everybody, you know, the allies, black people, whoever, this year has been hard in general, you know, uh, I've had family members that was out of work, you know, due to COVID, um, you know, all the kids right now are having a hard time, like just trying to get used to virtual school. You know, you got parents trying to figure it out because, you know, they're still trying to work on top of their kids being at home. It's been just, uh, a shit show. It has been. And the most thing that I can say to do, to be honest, is spend more time doing self-care whatever that, whatever your self-care is, whether it's going for walks sometimes, if you're still working at home and you're home with your kids, going for walks, going for walks as family, as a family, read books, take longer baths, you know, um, just spend time, like really focus on yourself, pray, journal, meditate, do affirmations, anything that you can do to try to make yourself happy. Because I think as long as we keep seeing these videos and keep seeing people just shot dead in the streets, it does take the wind. It does take the wind out of you. I feel like every time something comes up, I feel like it takes the wind out of me, you know, um, to where I'm exhausted, you know, or I feel like I spend a lot of time, you know, worrying about, um, is my kid okay? You know, when he leaves his house. And I think that's something that every parent probably feels, um, so it's just really sad. It's just really sad and it's really draining and it makes you just really tired. And this year, man, it's just been, it's been really hard and I think it's been hard for everybody. So, um, I just wanted to touch in today and just kind of just talk and, um, you know, just know that every week I come and do this podcast, it's like, you know, it's, um, it's almost like therapy for me. So it's been a platform that I've been really, um, just blessed to have. And so, you know, if you feel like that you are in a place where, um, you are having hard go at it, or you want to talk, don't forget to look at your resources. Like I've talked about that a few episodes. Um, there's nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. There's nothing wrong with, uh, seeing a counselor or spiritual advisor, whatever, you know, you, you decide that you want to do, but don't feel like you're in this alone. Um, I think this year has been hard. I know I've said that a million times, but I think it's been hard for everyone. Uh, in different ways. So definitely, you know, uh, lean on your village. If you have a village, check on your village and, uh, you know, be kind to each other. So that's the most thing that I wanted to say today. Uh, don't forget, you can find me on, um, social medias. My Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. My Twitter is at IJMT podcast. If you want to find me an email, my email is IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Uh, like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.